All right, let's do this thing. Go! Sports Daily is on KFH. Welcome back in, everybody. If you missed anything with our conversation with Tim Fitzgerald, K-State, a lot of good stuff in there. You can go to kfhradio.com. Same to find our uh, conversation with our betting insider, Chelsea Messenger, in our number one. 869-1240 is the number to call. We're open the rest of the way here on the show. Before the season started, we made NFL picks through the divisional winners and Jad had the receipts on those. Jad kept the receipts. We all did pretty good. Um, Jad and Tommy got two out of four in each conference. I got three out of four in each conference. Nobody picked Jacksonville. Uh, we all picked the Rams and that's about it. Uh, you know, Jad liked the giants to win the NFC East. Tommy and I had Philadelphia, um, Baltimore was the other one. Jad had Baltimore to win the North. They made the postseason, but didn't get the divisional win. So not too bad. And not a lot of surprise. Jacksonville, obviously, the most surprising team. None of us would even have put them at a wild card at that point. But other than that, I I guess Seattle. Seattle, to me, was one of the more surprising teams in the NFL as a playoff team, too. Uh, But we did pretty good. You know, in in my defense, and I I have thought about this a lot uh, because I've anticipated this day uh, for a long time. Uh, In my defense, I had just started on the show when we Mm -hmm. made these picks. Like I I think it was like my first week. And we made these divisional picks. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm a much more mature yeah. and developed and you know intelligent sports talk host now than I was four months ago. So mm-hmm. um, I feel like that should give me a little bit of a pass on this. But you know, it, it is what it is. And my Giants yeah, it, pick, guys. I, there was a there was a point in time earlier, and regrettably a lot earlier in the season, where it looked like for whatever reason that could have a chance of happening. What did have a chance of happening. I mean, it made it pretty, they made a strong run. It was a bold take. I mean, I think, you know, of all the takes, because Tommy had the Chargers, which at the time was not a bold take, had Indianapolis at the time, not a bold take. The Rams certainly, and before the season was not a bold take. The Giants were the boldest take, I think, of any pick because they were coming off a not great year. And they got close enough that, you know, that that was... That was not a bad pick. They obviously made it into the postseason, but of all the things that happened that were predicted, your Giants pick, I think, was the riskiest, and and it wasn't that far off. You you had it right in that they were going to be better this year. They just, I don't know, even though I picked Philadelphia, I certainly didn't think they'd be in the conversation for the best team in football. Yeah, it was just a, and it was just one of those things where I didn't, I thought Philly was probably actually the one that was going to, uh, uh, be the best, but yeah, the, the both of you'd already picked it, and I just thought, eh, I'll go, go different with this one. I'll I'll tell you that my the the one looking at my picks that I regret the the most is is it's got to be Indianapolis in the AFC. Um, you know, I feel like picking the Chargers that's not that big of a stretch. You know, they got they were injured, they were banged up, all of that. Um, but Indianapolis, uh, I don't you know I I think I base that on Jonathan Taylor. Um, at running back sure. and all of that. But from the quarterback perspective, I think I had higher hopes. I think everybody had higher hopes for Matt Ryan and in Indy. Um, but even then, I'm not sure that that's a large enough justification 
to pick them to win that division. But also in my defense, that division is just pretty bad. Um, yeah. You know, and I I know that none of us picked Jacksonville. I think you know Tennessee was probably a safer pick, but I kind of I regret that Colts pick because um, I think that they were probably. I mean, definitely one of the more underperforming teams of the season. Well, look, if Jonathan Taylor's healthy all year, and this was he was not even close to that, it would have been a different outcome for them, I think. Would they have won the division? I'm not sure about that, but it, it was fine at the time. I liked Indy over their win total, I think, as far as a futures bet. It's interesting in that division. I think that there is an opportunity here because I'm not sure Malik Willis is the long-term answer in Tennessee, and how much longer does Derrick Henry have? Everything about Jacksonville is on the come, right? Like they, yeah. it feels like their window's just opening with Etienne and Lawrence and that group of receivers and that coach who seems to be a really nice fit and some really talented young players on defense. There were a lot of doubts about Trevor Lawrence before this season. Like, will he pan out as an NFL starter? Will he pan out as a, a high quality quarterback in the league? And I didn't think so uh, at the time, but it's remarkable when you switch coaches from the nightmare of urban Meyer to a Doug Peterson, who all he does is develop quarterbacks and, and the growth right. of Trevor Lawrence has been phenomenal. And so I, I made the comment, I think back in like week four, week five, that I thought Trevor Lawrence at that time was maybe a top five quarterback in the NFL. And, you know, they had a little bit of a regression midway through, but they've come on strong at the end. They're in the playoffs and, you know, yeah, they finished winning that division. I think that they could win, at least a couple more games next season, uh, you know, oh, assuming sure. that they return everybody like they could yeah. easily be a 10, 11, 12 win team. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, I, I think Trevor Lawrence is at least back on the trajectory we had. He was not like a perfect player, even though he was sort of labeled as one coming in. I, I think for Trevor Lawrence and, and I wasn't ready to like the difference in Trevor Lawrence struggling in year one versus like what we saw out of Zach Wilson this year. Two totally different things, right? Like, we can go ahead and say, okay, not going to work for Zach Wilson. I, I don't think I ever reached that point with, with Trevor Lawrence because I did like him that much coming out. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is ever going to be better than Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, or Herbert. But I think he can settle in after those guys and still have a chance to win Super Bowls and do all those things. Um, and maybe he can enter that conversation with those guys. He's certainly got a lot of weapons to do it, and if he can continue to develop, we'll see. But they're an interesting team. Um, Derek Carr, as we talk about quarterbacks, just tweeted out a long thing, basically cementing what we already knew, that his time with the Raiders is going to be done. I think, De I, I, one, as a person, I think he's as good as there is, and I root for him because of that. I enjoy hearing his perspective on life. I think that he seems like he's as high quality a human as there is in sports. I really do appreciate those things. And I want him to do well somewhere. He, there are plenty of teams that could justify taking a shot on Derek Carr. I don't think there's much question about that. However, Tommy, and I don't know enough about it. I'm not a, I'm not a cap guy. But Field Yates of ESPN tweeting out, you know, the potential salary ramifications of a team going to get them, get him and the base salary and what it counts against the cap, he's not going to be a cheap option for anybody. He's going to be, you know, he he's owed 32 million next year or 33 million, 42 million and 41 million over the next 3 years. 
with essentially those being the, you know, the salary against the number. And a team's going to have to trade for him. Now, the question becomes, I think, can you incentivize? Like, if you're a team trading for him, knowing those cap numbers, I almost think there's an opportunity to get draft value back with him, Tommy. Like, we'll take his salary off the books. We'll give him a chance here. But in order for us to take his salary off the books, you're going to have to send us another draft pick. That's what I would do if I was an opposing team. Can Derek Carr win you football games? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can Derek Carr win you a uh, a Super Bowl? I'm not so sure. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. At least from what we've seen so far from him, I'm not sure that he can get you all the way. Um, Now, maybe he needs a change of scenery, and maybe he needs different personnel around him. He's been through a ton of turnover with the head coach and with an offensive coordinator. Uh, And so maybe all he needs is stability. Uh, But the Raiders went out and they really strengthened their roster and tried to build it around him, bringing in Devontae Adams. And, you know, of course, they've he's, he's got all these weapons with Josh Jacobs running the football, and they've got Max Crosby on defense and all of that. Uh, and it didn't, it didn't work. Uh, and I, I don't blame him for that. Uh, it just didn't work with that whole setup and bringing in Josh McDaniels and all of that. Uh, actually, Paul and I talked about this. I think you were on vacation. Uh, it was right after the announcement that they were sending him home. And he was not going to be playing the final two weeks for the Raiders. And uh, I don't like the Raiders at all. I'll admit that right now. I I hate the Raiders. Uh, But I felt bad for Derek Carr. This was not a Derek Carr problem. This was a Josh McDaniels problem. And a quarterback, and you mentioned a high-quality guy, a high-character guy, stood by that team last season through a ton of drama. Uh, with John Gruden getting fired and their you know top young receiver Henry getting Ruggs. arrested for for drunk driving and you know he stood up there as the leader of the team and he was able to he answered questions that quite frankly he he shouldn't have had to answer but he did and I ha- I gained a lot of respect for Derek Carr now all of a sudden a year later he becomes the problem Josh McDaniels is saying that he's the problem with the team. I don't buy that. I think Josh McDaniels is the problem, but unfortunately the Raiders are tied to McDaniels. I don't think they're going to make a move with him uh, simply because it was kind of a, it's either Derek Carr or Josh McDaniels. They already made that decision. It's going to be Josh McDaniels. They're not going to part ways with both of those guys. So I feel bad for Derek Carr. I think that he could use some stability with whatever team he ends up with. And so I think that as you're looking at potential trade partners, potential landing spots for Derek Carr, you've got to look at teams that have a much more stable front office, a much more stable coaching staff, because he's been through a lot of turmoil, and I'm not sure he's going to want to go anywhere where any of that is up in the air. Yeah, and look, I get where the Raiders are coming from on that, if you're going to make your move, because I do think there is a point where the Derek Carr era in Vegas has run its course. And I, and I agree with that. I do think that's the case, whether Josh McDaniels, you know, I think the one thing about Josh McDaniels still being there, and this may have something to do with it or not, is his, you know, his past with Tom Brady, right? Like would that help in, in, you know, lure Tom Brady potentially to Vegas? I doubt it because I don't think Tom Brady wants to play in that division, uh, but maybe. And, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I also think Derek Carr's in a unique situation, so are the teams courting him. I don't I wouldn't take Derek Carr 
if I were one of the teams that were planning on starting over at quarterback two. Like, I'm not going to bring Derek Carr in to let a young quarterback sit because he's got three years on that contract. I take Derek Carr if I think I'm good enough everywhere else and I'm a quarterback away from being able to win a Super Bowl. So who fits that, right? Like, where do we go with that? I think you could make a case for the Jets. I think you could make a case for uh, the Commanders. And perhaps Indianapolis, although they're going to be in a good position to draft a young quarterback, so they may just punt and do that. Um, You know, there are some teams that I think could give it one more go with what they've got to try to get there. I think the Panthers could be in the conversation um, as a team that might want to take a shot on something like that. So I, I do think there are suitors out there who could, for a year or maybe even two, see if they can make it work with Carr and then be super aggressive to get the long-term quarterback, not this year, but whatever year. But for a team that's looking at quarterback this year, I don't think Carr makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, of course, it's going to come back down to, like you mentioned before, um, the, the cap space, what kind of value uh, you're getting in return for him. Because I, I do think that he he has value. This is different than some of the other quarterbacks that potentially will be looking for new teams next year, like, you know, Baker Mayfield, for example, um, clearly is not going to have nearly the kind of value that Derek Carr will have. Yeah. Uh, but you can probably get Baker Mayfield. Well, you definitely can get Baker Mayfield at a much cheaper price. So I think it's going to come down to teams figuring out where they stand with the cap how close they are, and if they think that Derek Carr can get them over the hump if they're potentially a quarterback away. And that's the rub. That's the rub right there. Because Derek Carr has not proven that he can take a team, notably the Raiders, deep into the playoffs or win a Super Bowl. And so uh, that would be my concern if I was the general manager of a team that could be a quarterback away. Well, yeah, you might be a quarterback away, but... Are you a Derek Carr away from winning the Super Bowl? That would be my biggest concern. And then what's the haul that I have to give up in order to get him from Vegas? Yeah, and Baker Mayfield's interesting, too, because I would take Baker Mayfield if I was going to take a young quarterback, right, to let them sit. Um, I, I think there's always value in allowing a rookie to not have to start week one. And that's always a fun and interesting case study, right? There's two. There's all kinds of paths to it. Justin Herbert did it, not on purpose, right, but did it. Patrick Mahomes didn't. They both ended up fine. I don't remember if Josh Allen did it or not. Like, there's lots of different ways to do that. But I think if you can allow a young quarterback just just a little bit of time, it doesn't hurt anything. Like, if I'm the Texans, I go get Baker Mayfield. If I'm the Rams, though, I might want to keep Baker Mayfield because Stafford, we don't know what's wrong with his arm, right? Like, if that's a long-term thing or not. But I think Baker can be paired with a young quarterback and be a placeholder. I'm, I, I just don't think that's the case with Derek Carr. And and then it becomes, you know, if you placed Carr with, let's just say it's Jets, Commanders, and Panthers. Let's just say those three teams. Could the, any of those three teams make a serious playoff push with Derek Carr as their quarterback? I think all three of them could. Um, the Jets were really, really good with not good quarterback play at all this year. And Mike White was okay. But it was Flacco and Wilson and Mike White. I That would be the kind of team where I'd take a shot with Derek Carr. Because they're not in a position now to go draft a young quarterback either. 
it depends upon the metrics. If you're looking, can Derek Carr lead you to the playoffs? Sure he can. If you're a quarterback away, sure. I think he could lead the Jets to the playoffs. He's not winning a Super Bowl, though, with the Jets. What's the difference? How much difference is there between Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr, do you think? Um, I think that I think that there is a difference, and I would take Derek Carr over Jimmy G. Jimmy G went to a Super Bowl and maybe should have won one against the Chiefs. So and and was real close to making it back last year, and that's because the rest of the roster was really good. I think the Jets are close to having a roster that good. They they get a couple of free agents in there, and they're 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 talented defensively, and they've got some dudes with Brees Hall back. I mean, if I'm the Jets, I'm going after Garoppolo, I'm going after Carr, I'm going after Brady, I'm not going after a young quarterback. I want one of those guys because I think I'm close enough now. And you got Mike White there to develop, right? You've already got the young guy that you might take a shot with developing. Uh, 869-1240. We'll come back. More Sports Daily. Uh, We'll make some predictions on this weekend's game. We'll do our picks tomorrow. uh, But we'll we'll continue to have some fun with the NFL as it is postseason time. And we'll do it next on Sports Daily. Sports Daily.